0: Joining us now to speak further on the matter of land and the challenges facing expropriation without compensation is Afrobarometer spokesperson, Sibisisa Nkomo. Now, according to a recent survey by Afrobarometer, South African citizens want to prioritize the return of land taken from forced removal since the 1913 Land Act because more than a century later the country is still struggling to redress this historical injustice and the inequality it continues to foster. We say a very good morning to CBC and Como. Very good morning to you. Good
1: morning, Elvis. How are you? Very well, thank you.
0: Firstly, tell us about your survey and, and which part of the land issues that you focused on.
1: Okay, so we conducted the survey between August and September and we spoke to 1,800 South Africans across the country. And we asked them about Land redistribution. So, which, which actual pieces of land were uh, to be redistributed? Um, the willing buyer, willing seller uh, policy. And we also asked them about ownership of land by farmers where laborers live. And also, what do they deem more important? Housing versus land. So, those are some of the questions we asked.
0: Uh-huh. The the sample of one thousand eight hundred. Which population groups uh, and and which uh, sectors of the community in relation to uh, the provinces did you include?
1: So it's nationally representative. So we went across the country. So it actually represents the national picture. So we it's fifty fifty men and women. Uh, it covers all races in the country, and uh, it covers both urban and rural areas as well mm-hmm.
0: Now tell us briefly about your findings and uh, uh, what came out of uh, your survey
1: So about 84% of South Africans actually stated a priority for land redistribution so uh, twenty-six. So, basically return of forced remove, land that was removed from people during the forced removals uh, agricultural land and third is urban vacant land so those are the three most important pieces of land would, uh, I would say was identified, and that's the ranking at the moment. Uh-huh.
0: Now, there are some dissident voices uh, from the descendants of the Khoi and the San and uh, the so-called people classified as colored in the country that says the return of land should be focused on 1652 rather than 1913. Uh, did you test this proposal with the survey? Uh, because these people feel that they excluded and marginalized by the, uh, by the uh, 1913 cutoff.
1: Um, no, we didn't ask about going back into 1652. So when when we talk about, I think most people understand forced removals, for example, from the 50s and 60s. So you think District 6 and Sophia Town. But if you look back further than even 1913, forced removals did take place. The issue about 1913 is that there is some uh, documentary evidence that people moved from this place. And that, and so on, so this our survey wasn't asking which cutoff would you actually go for, but if somebody's got evidence of being removed from somewhere even before that, then it's something that I would say someone would say, well, I was removed for my family was removed forcefully from here, so I want to go back." So mm-hmm. I don't think it, it excludes anybody else. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, given the low percentage, I think around about 5%, your survey reflecting in the findings of people opposing land redistribution. Do you think that the minority group now challenging Parliament on the matter is a winnable case for them?
1: Well, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not an attorney or advocate. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, what I would say is since it's a parliamentary process and it needs to go through certain steps, it is a bit early uh, to to take it to court, but also, what is it specifically that's wrong about the Parliament is doing? Because this policy or the law, etc., hasn't even is not in existence. So, if it's not in existence, what are you challenging? Mm-hmm. I think that would be the question to ask.
0: You've also tested uh, the willing buyer, willing seller. Tell us about the responses regarding that.
1: So we found a slim majority in support of willing seller, willing buyer. Was
0: that, was that surprising?
1: And, uh, it, is, it, it is quite surprising, but it's logical in a sense. If you think about anybody who's paying a bond, who's, who's bought a new piece of land, it's not as if we're completely in a situation where there's no black person who owns some, some form of land or housing in this country. So, for example, in Limpopo, there's a there's a high amount of people who support this. So, uh, I think when people acquire property, they want it protected. So, regardless of whether they're minority groups that actually still uh, the redistribution hasn't happened from since uh, with the change with what the apartheid government did, but it's uh, it's interesting to see that a majority, just over 53%, actually say, well, actually, we should maintain it, uh, including paying the seller. So how much do we pay the seller is not something that they spoke about. So I think it's a malleable issue there.
0: What does this suggest, though, that there is uh, perhaps not just maybe confusion, but also uncertainty in relation to land expropriation without compensation?
1: Um, so we didn't ask people specifically about land expropriation, because mm. when you look at the roadshow that parliament, that parliament took, I think it was very clear that across the country that people said, okay, let's, let's have this option. My understanding is that it's an option for uh, rent, land restitution and land redistribution. But the most important thing would be about what happens when you say, okay, I've identified this piece of land. This land needs to be expropriated. Under what conditions and who's going to get it and how is it going to be passed on? So our survey actually then really wanted to focus on what would people be, because land expropriation is just one thing. You still have to redistribute that land. You still have to decide on a policy of whether you compensate or not. Because uh, a lot of government departments have been expropriating land for years for roads and other, other uh, infrastructure. And some people have been compensated and others have been not. So who decides all of these things? I think the, really the, the, the core part would be the regulations and how is it going to actually happen. Mm-hmm.
0: A majority of the respondents, uh, we understand, say that the government should also allow farmers to retain ownership of the land on which their laborers live. Uh, tell us about that and why is that such a strong support for
1: that? This is also another uh, surprise, uh, in a sense. So uh, I live in Cape Town, and you go to you know the Cape Winelands is quite nearby. And people have been working and have been working for the, for years and years and generations on land, and you would have expected that people might say, "Well, actually because we've been here and we've been contributing." We should we should be given ownership of this, and you see that the strongest support for farmers actually retaining ownership again is in Limpopo, which is seventy one percent, and then the Western Cape, sixty four percent, provinces that are really big on farming. And what 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 for me is I don't understand is why um, do people feel that they are just labourers, or do they just feel that they they're just there to do the job and then to leave, and not necessarily that they own the land. Or it might be in the case of Limpopo, people actually owning that land themselves and not having as many tenants, uh, labour labor tenants, compared mm-hmm. to the Western Cape. So there's there's a very nuanced view here that um, even myself I'm struggling to to process actually.
0: Yeah, it's very difficult one, that. Now, in conclusion, having seen the responses to your survey and looking at what's happening currently regarding the land issue, uh, is there a sense that uh, people believe that expropriation without compensation will become a reality in South Africa?
1: Um, I, I'm not sure because I think South Africans in this uh, report have really showed multiple views, and they've shown views that might be... Uh, um contradictory in a sense but there's some there's a lot of nuances. I think people are very much aware that in, you can't eat land so for example, when we ask them what are the most important problems in the country, housing is ranked number three, but land is ranked number thirteen, so people really prioritize unemployment, crime insecurity, and housing so there's there's something going on there about Yes, we know this is a problem, and we can tell you what you need to do to fix, which areas you need to fix. Mm -hmm. But actually, there are other things that are even more important to us. Yes. All right.
0: That's where we got to leave. it. That was Afrobarometer Spokesperson CBC Songkomo talking to us about their survey on land expropriation uh, without compensation.